There is no greater indicator of spiritual unhealth than a fading desire to gather. But there is also no greater indication of spiritual vibrancy than a desire to be with God's people. The clearest single indicator of spiritual condition is when the believer loses the desire to gather. There is no more constant truth that I have ever discovered in ministry than that one. The clearest indicator of spiritual condition is when the believer loses the desire to gather. The first sign of apostasy, and apostasy is the sin, of one who once professes belief in Christ to then leave that belief, forsake that belief. That's the sin of apostasy. The first indication of apostasy is the reduced desire to gather. The first step down the road of apostasy is when our desire to gather is dulled and muted and other things begin to take over that time. Other things begin to detract our hearts and we may still gather together, but maybe our heart is somewhere else and then slowly it sort of this changeover happens. I've seen it. You've seen it. The greatest indicator of spiritual health is your desire to gather together. So if you are one whose habit it is to gather together, and I begin to notice a pattern of reduced desire to gather, I'll be talking to you. Because that is the first indicator of the sin of apostasy. That is the first indicator of spiritual unhealthiness. When the desire to gather begins to wane. What is this coming together in this state of preparation? The, the passage from Hebrews talked about this, but just real quickly, let me just point out three things that I think maybe there's something you can sort of take and put into your pocket and use these to help you to not gather together in a state of unpreparedness, but instead when we do come together, we come together in a state of spiritual preparedness. First of all, we recognize that the New Testament tells us that there is certainly a way for God's people to come together that's not pleasing to God. Just because we're together in the same room doesn't automatically mean that God's pleased that we're here. There is a way in which God's people can come together in a way that displeases Him. And we know that because that's specifically what Paul said to the Corinthians. He said, in the following instructions, I do not commend you. I don't commend you because when you come together, it is not for the better, but for the worse. When you come together, you're not helping yourself spiritually. When you come together, you are bringing judgment upon yourself. Why? Because you are coming together under this attitude of division, this attitude of false teaching, this abuse of the supper, all these other things that are going on. And so Paul says, when you come together under those pretenses, it's not to your spiritual good. So the New Testament recognizes this. The Old Testament also recognizes it also because the Old Testament covenant was full of form and fashion, wasn't it? The Old Testament saints had much to do by way of 
sacrifices, by rituals, by these things, do these things in these certain ways. And so the Old Testament oftentimes taught spiritual truth by way of rituals and form. But isn't it true that God's people in the Old Covenant so often got the form right, but completely missed the meaning of the form? And wouldn't God often say through His prophets things like, I'm sick of your sacrifices. You're getting the sacrifice technically correct, but I'm sick of it. Because you're not even doing it for the reason that it's supposed to be done. Or God would say, I'm sick of your feasts. I'm tired of your feasts. Your feasts are an abomination to me. So there was this sense in the Old Testament where these saints could come together and they could be together and they could do the right things. But nonetheless, God was not pleased with them. This is why we would read things like, such as what the prophet Isaiah would say. You people draw near to me with your lips, but your hearts are far from me, quoted by Jesus. So this is something for us to spend attention, to give attention to. How is it that the people of God are to come together? Simply being in the same room week on a weekly basis doesn't satisfy the duty and privilege of coming together in this state of preparedness. Three things that I see. Number one, we can remind ourselves of what the church is doing when it gathers. Remind yourself of what the church is doing when it gathers. Psalm 27 says, Seek my face, and my heart says to you, Your face, Lord, I do seek. When we come together, we are literally seeking the face of God. Is that astounding? We are seeking the face of God. We are coming together in order to cry out to God, God, show us your face. Show us you. We seek your face. So you may have come here this morning and, and felt that though you weren't spiritually prepared and, and you haven't given thought to these things and you're just sort of here out of, out of habit, just pray that prayer right now. God, show me your face. Show yourself to me. We are your people. We are here to seek His face. Remind Remind yourself of why we are here. We are here to seek an audience with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Some years ago, there was a group of pastors. Somehow there was this political action group. I don't even remember what it was, but there was some sort of thing in Congress that they wanted to get passed through Congress. It, was, it had to do with Israel. I don't even remember exactly what it was. It was years ago. But there was this group that paid for a group of pastors to, to go to Washington it was an all-expense-paid trip. We flew up one afternoon, flew back the next afternoon. And the idea was that this group of pastors would meet with our two senators to encourage them to support whatever, like I said, I don't even remember, whatever bill it was at the time. And so we went to Washington. There's about eight of us. We went there, and we were to meet with both of our senators. As it turns out, I saw neither one of them. I just saw aides for both of them. But nevertheless, the point is the same. Do you think that I prepared myself ahead of time? Do you think that I thought ahead of time of what I wanted to say? Or do you think that I just sort of walked in that room and whatever popped into my head was what I said? The importance of who I thought I was going to meet shaped my preparation. 
We are here to meet the King of Kings. Let that prepare you when you come together. Number two, remind yourself of what the church becomes when it gathers. God dwells in each believer. However, there is a special presence of God when His people are gathered. It's one of those things that defies explanation that the Scriptures never say, okay, here's your chapter and verse that explains it, that puts it forth, here's your proof text. No, the Scriptures don't do that. But the Scriptures teach us that when God's people are gathered together, there is a special presence of God. Not that when we're alone, God leaves us. But when His people gather, there is a special presence of God. God, or Jesus says in, in Matthew chapter 18, we all know that passage where two or three are gathered in my name. I will be with you now. Now, I know that the context of that passage is church discipline. And I know that in that passage, Jesus is saying, when your brother sins against you, go and talk to him. And if they don't listen, go and take an elder. If they still won't listen, go for the church. And then Jesus says, and when you do this hard thing of confronting somebody, I'll be with you. Even if two of you are going, I'll be with you. So I know the context of that passage is church discipline. But I'm going to make an argument from the, from the greater to the lesser. If Jesus will assure us that when two believers are going to do this hard work of church discipline, that he's with them, how much more will he be with us when we are gathered for the purpose of worship? There is a special presence of the King of Kings when his people are gathered. And to remind ourselves of that prior to coming, to remind ourselves of that when we're sitting in the pew waiting for things to start, when we're on the way here, when, when we're doing our duties the, the evening before, when we're going about our week, to remind ourselves that when we come together, the King of Kings will be there in a special way that will help to prepare our hearts. And then thirdly, cultivate a sense of thankfulness that is, direct, that is to direct your thoughts during the gathering. The sense of thankfulness. It's, it's a pervasive theme in the Old Testament to cultivate this, this sense of thankfulness. When God's people comes together, God wants His people to come together with a sense of thankfulness. Psalm 122, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem built as a city that is bound firmly together to which the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as was decreed for Israel to give thanks to the name of the Lord. Or Psalm 100, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into His presence with singing. Do you come into His presence with singing? Or do you only start singing when we lead you to sing? Know that the Lord, He is God. You see that reminding who we are. This is who we are. He is the Lord. We are His people. He is God. It is He who made us. We are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. You see the reminding ourselves: this is who we are. This is who He is. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him. Bless His name for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and His faithfulness to all generations. He is faithful. And if God is anything, He is faithful. There is no greater indicator of spiritual unhealth than a fading desire to gather. 
But there is also no greater indication of spiritual vibrancy than a desire to be with God's people, a desire to gather together. And if God is anything, He is faithful. He is faithful to what He says to us, that when His people come together, there is a supernatural occurrence 